0: Step into the world of decay, abandonment, and chaos. The story of an urban explorer starts here, at the beginning. Welcome to the podcast you've been looking for all along. This is No Tracers. Here... We take only photos. We leave only footprints. And remember, leave no trace. Welcome back to the No Tracers podcast. I'm your host, K, just the letter K, and I am known as No Tracers. You can find me online at No.tracers on Instagram, No Tracers on TikTok, No Tracers or Becks on YouTube. Or my website is notracers.com. If you're new to the show, well, hey, it's all about urban exploring. I get the chance to basically explore urban explorers' brains. We get to explore their stories. And you get to come along for the ride, the crazy ride of urban exploration. I hope you enjoy this show. If you've listened to the show for a while and you like it, or if you like this episode and it's your first time listening, you can leave a rating and feedback on Apple Podcasts, and I'll send you a signed photo print. All you got to do is take a screenshot of your rating and feedback on the No Tracers podcast and DM it to me at no.tracers on Instagram and I will mail you a signed photo print. If you want to come on the show and share your stories or if you don't want to come on the show and you still have a story that you would like to be told, email me at contact at tracers.com. We will either schedule you to come on the show or I will read your stories on this show. I'm going to start doing listener segments. So yeah, if you're interested in that, Hit the email up. Before we get into this episode with Corey Med explores, who is going to be sharing some amazing stories with you guys about some awesome places he's gotten to explore, I got to thank our partner, Liquid Death Mountain Water. If you've never heard of it, well, hey, I've got a discount code for you and an ad. Here's your ad in three, two, one. Raining from the Austrian Alps. They found a new kind of water water that is sure to raise you from your grave, coming in three flavors, Bury It Alive, Severed Lime, and Mango Chainsaw. What will you choose when the reaper comes? Make your decision today at liquiddeath.com and use code just the letter K for 10% off your order. Liquid Death, not for the faint of heart. So, if you want to give Liquid Death Mountain Water a try, they have still sparkling and flavored water. Go to liquiddeath.com, use code just the letter K for 10% off your order. You can order as many cases as you like. If you run a bar and you need water and you're tired of using shitty plastic bottles and you want to give back to the environment, Liquid Death actually donates proceeds of their sales to cleaning up the ocean. So if you want to be involved in saving the planet and you want water, get a bunch of cases of water for your bar, for your restaurant, for your venue, whatever it may be. Use code just the letter K for 10% off. And uh, yeah, thank you for supporting the show. Appreciate you guys. Corey, please introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience.
1: So I go by uh, Corey Med Explores. Uh, my real name's Corey, obviously. Um, I've been exploring since probably May of 2020. So right when the pandemic hit, um, wasn't working. So I decided to uh, pick up my camera and start exploring. Um, It all started with a hospital that was close to me that I decided to drive by a bunch of times and I finally went in it and uh, it just sparked off from there.
0: Nice. So that initial explore, were you by yourself or did you go with somebody?
1: Um, I went with a friend. We were just going kind of just playing around, you know. I really didn't even know what Urbex was. Like I wasn't in any of the groups or anything. I just, It's been something I wanted to go into for a while because I always heard like People talk about it like, oh, it's a crazy place. It's haunted, this, that, and the other thing, you know?
0: Yeah, and, and what did you experience while you were there?
1: Um, I mean, a bunch of stuff. I mean, we went at like 1 o'clock in the morning. So everything from noises to, you know, crazy stuff. I mean, being scared for security and like I was so new to it, so I really didn't know what to expect, what to look for, you know.
0: Absolutely. So, for you, like, when did photography into your life? Uh, you had mentioned that you kind of took your camera with you that that initial explore, but like, when did photography first enter enter your world?
1: I mean, I had a crappy camera just because I have a kid, so I used to like take little pictures here and there, but. After I got really big into this photography, I went out and spent some big money on a big camera. Like this year, I upgraded all my stuff and my gear and my lighting and all that. Um, that's when it really took off when I started going because I was just like not happy with the pictures I was taking on that little crappy camera I had.
0: Absolutely. So speaking of gear and lighting and things like that, uh, do you have any gear recommendations for people that are just getting into the hobby? Things that you think that are essential to to the craft of of urban exploring?
1: Um, Definitely flashlights, for sure. If you're doing dark board up buildings, Um, I mean, camera, I would say Canon has been my go to. A lot of my buddies that I explore would use Canon as well. I mean, they're very user friendly and stuff so i mean that would definitely be my
0: recommendation awesome and then do you have any urban exploration injury stories
1: (laughs) yeah um so january or december of 2021 i actually broke my ankle in an abandoned hospital
0: oh my god please tell me the story
1: (laughs) so um we went, we were like with a group of like six or seven people and uh, we didn't know that other people had told their friends too. So a lot of people were starting to show up the same time we were there. So it ended up being like 20 something people oh my God. at this, at this big complex. Um. So we didn't know if it was security, the people that we saw or something. So my buddy was like, oh, let's dart into the building, this and that. So I went for a window that I know that was in the basement that I've been through a hundred times And I was just running, jumped through it. And when I went through it, I didn't realize there was a brick there. And when I landed, my foot just buckled on the brick and rolled my ankle.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, I'm just imagining that. I like rolled my ankle recently, and so I'm like having PTSD (laughs) from that.
1: Well, I mean, I had my camera around my neck, and I had just bought that one. It was like a T5, I think, Uh at the time. And it was like, do I want to drop and break my camera or do I want to try and protect it? So it, it, it that's exactly what happened. Damn. Um, the, the end of the story pretty much is we had an EMT with us who's an urban explorer, and he swore to God that it wasn't broken. So the people that actually we were running from also happened to have an ace bandage in their vehicle. So I wrapped it up and I limped for like another five or six hours that day. You know, um, it's,
0: it's crazy that to think that like, you know, I just got done recording an episode right before this and the guy also got injured and just kept exploring. And I think that's such a weird thing that we do because we're like, fuck it. We're already here. Like, we're not going to stop for anything.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's how I am. You know, I mean, when you're exploring, you know, you get wet feet and this and that, you know, you ruin your clothes. You're not going to give it up. Just. to to miss the spot because you don't know if you're going to be able to come back or not.
0: Yeah, or if the spot's going to be there anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you've you been doing urbex longer than me. You know something that's open today could be sealed and have cameras tomorrow.
0: Yep, <laughs> straight up. Or just be demolished or burned down. You know, I, I one of my favorite spots out in California recently uh, got set on fire and, you know, it just destroyed most of the building. And it's, it's devastating to see that shit happen. You know, it's heartbreaking because we love this so much and we hate to see our buildings go like that, especially in such a, like, horrible way. You know, fire is just devastating to these spots and, you know, with the, with the history they have and the, you know, I think that's the most important thing is kind of trying to preserve that history through these photos.
1: Yeah, so many places, and just in tw- just in this year alone, are either getting burned down or demolished. It's it's so upsetting. It really is. Just like my first, my very first explore, I was just telling you about, is in active demolition as we speak.
0: Damn, <laughs> dude, I hate to see it, but I mean, that is a part of a part of urban exploring, I guess. You know, some of the stuff we love has to go, and it 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 sucks, but that is that is what it is.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: And then uh, can you take me into your scariest exploration?
1: Scariest? Um. Hmm. Probably one of the recent ones me and my friends did. Um. This place is like with security, like heavily guarded. Like this is a type of place that they don't just like stop you. Like they got guns drawn at you, like serious explore and we had to like park in this neighborhood and walk like two miles in like negative 10 degree weather to get in this tunnel to get in these buildings and it, it, looking over your shoulder. I mean, we're what now, mind you, we're walking through a neighborhood that really you shouldn't be walking through. Cause there's no sidewalks, three of us, backpacks, gloves, tripods, you know, trying not to be known that we're cutting through people's backyards to go in this hospital. That's right down the street. <laughs> <laughs> But um, we we ended up doing it. I mean, we ended up doing it. And then we did another crazy one right after that that had like sensors in the building. And we're we're, we're trying to walk different ways and and bypass these sensors in the doorways and stuff so we can get these pictures. (laughs) insane.
0: Oh, my God. And can you talk about the mentality of an urban explorer? Like despite the risks, despite the danger, despite, you know, all of that. Why do you keep doing this? Like what do you get out of exploring abandoned places that keeps you going back to them?
1: Um the architecture, the the history, the the stuff that we find is I think is phenomenal. Um every place tells a story. I mean, you find patient files, you find this, you find that. Um I think mostly it's It's the architecture. It's the cool stuff we find. Like, you know, you walk into a hospital and you're like, oh, my God, they left like millions of dollars worth of stuff behind and all old stuff. I mean, we found stuff from the 40s and 50s that you wouldn't even think even existed anymore.
0: Wow. Yeah. The getting to walk into the past, I think, is a really cool. Like we're essentially time traveling when we walk into these buildings. Oh,
1: yeah, for sure.
0: And I think that's that's one of my favorite things about it is that and the fact that when you initially walk into that building and, and maybe you can speak on this as well uh, when you step foot into an abandoned building it seems like the world around just vanishes like it could be the loudest busiest street but when you step foot into that bando it's just silent.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the the way I look at it is, you know, you what? From the minute you get out of the car to the minute you get in the bando, you're like all gung ho, and then once you get in there, you're like speechless. Yeah, like it, everything just goes away, and you just fixate on what you're in. You know, that's and then it, it once you're getting ready to leave is when your adrenaline starts pumping again because you're like, I gotta get go off this property before I get seen, and <laughs> you know,
0: absolutely. But,
1: yeah I mean definitely the just just being able to get in is probably like the biggest accomplishment I mean some of these you know some of these places we have to climb and go through little windows and
0: definitely you know,
1: I mean I just did a theater recently where we had to do a 14 and a half foot climb to get in it
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah. that's amazing I, and you know yeah. I, love, I love those kind of stories as well you know like I had to scale down a, a giant like pipe to get out of a building once and like it man, we just do some crazy shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, we do. We definitely do.
0: And can you talk about your most dangerous or your riskiest exploration? Um dangerous. Hmm. I would have to
1: say the dangerous one was probably when I broke my ankle because I didn't know what the hell was gonna happen at that point. I mean, a lot of people didn't think I broke my ankle. They left me there. Um and came back for me afterwards, and it was all I, you know, limping out of there. But as far as another dangerous exploration, hmm, I gotta think. Um, I we did a jail recently where we were inside taking pictures, and we heard stories about people about state police parking there, like walking their dogs in the lot and stuff. And we're getting ready to leave, and all of a sudden we see stu- two state troopers just sitting there. <laughs> so we actually had to, like, huddle in this this small little room for, like, two hours and be absolutely silent until they left so we could leave.
0: Damn. Yo, like, and they, they be sneaky as fuck. Like, I was in a jail, and uh, this this cop parked up against the building so that, like, you couldn't, like, really see him unless you saw him, you know? And he was yeah. parked right next to this hole that had been kicked out of a pl- piece of plywood, which is how we got in. That's how you get in and out of the building. So he had parked right next to that hole. And, and that was the the time I had to scale down a pipe to get out of there. And, you know, we all had our skateboards with us. So we ended up skating right past the cop to our car. And it was none the wiser. He had no idea we were in there. And It was like those moments when you like get away with it, you're just like, yeah, like this is why we do this. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, exactly. I mean, I've never personally been caught. Um, uh, The only time I've ever got asked to leave a place is we actually, three weeks after I broke my ankle, I found out that this mall near me completely closed. So my buddies were like, let's go. And I'm full cast, crutches, the whole nine. So we're like, fuck it. We pull up to this place and we walk in and we're snapping pitches and all of a sudden the property manager's like, hey, what are you doing in here? We're like, what do you mean? We're just, you know, walking around, reminiscing, taking pictures. He's like, i just going to ask you to leave. And that was the worst encounter I've ever had as far as getting caught.
0: Hey, not bad, man. Good for you. Like, you know, I've heard arrest stories. I've heard all kinds of crazy stories on this show. And, you know, to to hear that you, you've you been relatively unscathed as far as that goes, uh, uh, makes me very happy for you. <laughs>
1: It's actually crazy because I'll go do like like I used to do the paranormal back in the day and I kind of got out of it. You know, I just lost interest in it and more into the urban exploring and stuff. And uh, my buddy does it. So I'll do a location and then he'll be like, oh, you know, did you feel anything, anything there? Do you think I should go? And I would send him. And every time I send him and I go, he goes without me. He gets caught.
0: (laughs) So you're the good luck charm is what you're saying.
1: I mean, I guess so because, I mean, we've been exploring a lot together and we never got in trouble. But I did, like, one of the easiest spots you could do. Like, when we did it, we walked right out and the cops looked at us. We were flying our drones. They didn't say nothing to us. I sent him two weeks later and the cops, like, oh, you're going to leave. I could arrest you, this and that. And he was with, like, two other girls. It's like, I don't know how you got caught. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dang, dude. Yeah, he needs to just have you with him all the time, basically. That's pretty much it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs>
0: Uh, do you have a favorite history of a place?
1: Favorite history? Um, I don't really know. I mean, all the places I go to, I would say, I mean, are really, are really my favorite. I don't really have a favorite, favorite explorer. Probably, I guess I can say the theater I just did to walk into this place and see how untouched it was after being abandoned for 50-something years just was astonishing to me
0: wow yeah that's magical man i i did a a movie theater uh like phew, shit during covid uh i got to go to this uh, abandoned movie theater in california before i moved out of the state and It was, like, raining that day, which is rare for California, you know? It doesn't rain a whole lot. So, But this day, it was, like, pouring, like, downpour. So we're in this movie theater. It's, like, a 500-seat old movie theater. Still had the old projectors. Still had movie posters up in the displays from, like, movies that had played there. And it was raining through the roof in this place. So, like, there's, like, just water streaming into the place. And we're just, like, snapping away, doing long exposures. Because it's pretty dark, other than, like, the few holes in the roof. But, like untouched no graffiti nothing just clean and i i love it and that's like a rare thing you know especially for stuff that's been abandoned for such a long time it's rare for it to be clean and untouched like that so it's it's cool to hear more stories of that and you know going into into that a little bit more about the clean versus uh, vandalized places uh, what do you hope for the future of urban exploring
1: I hope that the, vandal- the 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 vandalizing stops. I mean, you know, it sucks because, you know, the the urbex community is so, like, you know, it's up and down all the time, you know. Oh, if you don't share spots, you're a gatekeeper. If you do share spots, you're, you know, you're just giving away stuff and you're you're giving up the research stuff. But it sucks because, you know, when you go to a nice spot, you have a few handful of friends you'd like to share it with, but... At that point, it's like, can you trust them to not tell somebody? Because before you know it, three, four hundred people have it. And, you know, it gets like I actually did a search on Facebook a couple weeks ago to make sure it was true. But there's groups out there for tigers. They, they do the same thing we do. They they look for locations.
0: Wow. And all they do is They're go like- tag.
1: And all they do is go tag and vandalize and and burn places down. I mean, I've seen crazy stuff. People have posted stuff on Instagram with people like drinking alcohol and bandos and having fires in the middle of them and and stuff like that. And it's just, you know, personally me, I like the cleaner stuff, even like the old asylums that are like really hard to get into. There's no graffiti. That's what I like. I mean, don't get me wrong. If someone does a really nice mural of something, like really nice, I appreciate it. But when it comes to like the dicks and the fag this and fag that Mm and all the uncalled for stuff, it's just it's pointless. I mean, it it almost makes you wonder what kind of upbringing do they have? Did that affect it or are they just rebellious?
0: For sure. Yeah. And, you know, like what? I I just never got that. Like the tagging thing, like the murals. Yeah, I agree. If you do a dope ass mural in a bando, like sick, like run it, you know? But I mean, if you're in there, like, like you said, drawing dicks on the walls, like that, why? For what?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, what do you get out? What do you get out of it?
0: Seriously, seriously. I totally agree with you, man. And do you, do you prefer to explore alone or with people?
1: Um, after breaking my ankle, I will never explore alone. And I mean, to be quite honest, even before I did that, I did a couple spots by myself. It's The good thing about exploring alone is being more sneakier, but it's, I mean, there's so many risks to exploring alone, I feel. You know, you fall through the floor, you get, st- you're pretty much screwed without any help, you know? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And, you know, it's, I think it's more nerve wracking when you're alone too, because like you don't have no idea what's going to happen in a bando, whether you're with people or if you're by yourself. And being by yourself there's the the risk level is so much higher i think
1: yeah of course like i mean i um i'm pretty sure you've heard i think my friends are gonna be on your podcast i'll shout them out uh dang team explores i explore i explore with them a lot and uh you know we have a good time it's us three you know we we all have like a system you know he does his filming i do my my pictures and You know i mean we've we wander a little bit but we know like where everything is and we don't go too far you know we have a good time i mean other than that i got like one other person i'll go with but as far as going alone it's just it's not even worth it
0: absolutely and do you have any goal places like bucket list locations that you're dying to explore
1: um, yeah, I actually think we might be hitting one this weekend. Um, I don't wanna really talk about it too much because I don't wanna jinx sure. it, but uh it's been on my bucket list for a while, big asylum. Um I got a couple places. I mean one that I guess I can say because it's well known is uh Six Flags is one of my biggest Yes. Ones.
0: The spot, man. I gotta get out there too. I gotta do it soon too, man. Like it's it's I it's I, I got that itch, you know. <laughs>
1: I mean rumor has it that somebody supposedly bought it and it's not going to be bando for long that's
0: what I heard too man so I feel like we got to get out there and and do the thing and like just knock it out and you know avoid the alligators and snakes as much as possible
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I don't think I mean even though they bought it I, it's gonna take them a long oh for time
0: sure absolutely so if you could live in one bando you've explored for an entire week which one would it be?
1: um i did a hotel a couple months back um you probably will see the pictures on my instagram it had a pirate ship bar in the middle of it this hotel i i it had to be a five-star hotel it was immaculate it was immaculate i mean running water power heat everything wow you could literally i mean you could literally live in there it was, it was sick. I mean, other than that, I did one other asylum that's been closed since 93, I want to say. And that was meant to power everything. I don't know how I would feel about staying in like a bando with the window smashed out of it overnight. But we do have plans to do that. Um, there's, a, there's a radar base we're going to camp at, too, this summer, I think. But that's different. It's outside, so...
0: Got you. Yeah, we had a
1: lot of good stuff coming up.
0: Sick! I love to hear that, man. And uh, can you talk to me about the Magic School Bus? Because I've seen that thing. I- I've never been there, but like that bus that's like, just teetering on the side of that overpass. Like, tell me about that. Explore.
1: So it's actually it was a prison for little kids, and now what happened was is the volunteer fire department in that city took over the property and they do urban search and rescue huh so all that stuff you see like the helicopter smashed through the roof and the bus teeter and that's all stuff that they staged to train themselves for real life accidents
0: wow that's fascinating yeah dang what an interesting spot
1: yeah, no, it, it was ve- very interesting. I mean, the the whole story, The we, we didn't know they were training that day, so we had to camp out in the woods for like three hours and we're playing cat and mouse going in as they're leaving. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a crazy explore, but to see it up front, I mean, they had buses on top of smashed cars and um, just 18 wheelers. They had a bunch of different stuff over there. Wow.
0: Oh, man, I got to get out there and check that out. Seems like such an interesting, like apocalyptic kind of place.
1: Yeah, they actually set up like, you know, like some of the buildings, they set up like stairs, like with brackets on. Them, so when you stepped on, they would crumble. So it's like like a building was on fire or something. So to all train them all. Wow. You know, it was pretty cool. But most of it is still untouched, like regular jail cells. And but one one picture, um, like they have a truck, they crashed through a building, like the front of the trucks right through the, the side of the building Shit. and stuff.
0: Wow, that's gnarly. Yeah, I got to check that out for sure. That's that's definitely going on my list of, of priorities. <laughs>
1: it's, I've had on my list since I first started exploring, and I never thought I would get out there because it's kind of deep in the south. Yeah. But I had the opportunity. My buddy called me actually – you know, Dank team, we did it together. They called me at like ten o'clock one night and was like, "You want to leave tomorrow?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's go. Fuck it." Love that.
0: <laughs> I love the you know the spontaneous aspect of urban exploring. I think that that's like one of the more exciting aspects of it. Is that you know we can just pick up and and run to a spot and go hit a spot. I think it's it's makes it so exciting. And you know, the, the road trips, the traveling, like that aspect of it is just like next level. Like my band's about to go on tour and I'm definitely going to be hitting up different people that I've had on the show to go hit some spots on our days off and you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm super stoked to like kind of hit up more of the East coast. Cause I was living out in California for the past eight years and just moved to Nashville. So I'm more East now and my band's doing this East coast tour. So I'm, I'm definitely excited to see some spots in the East, That's
1: awesome. Yeah, I mean, if you ever come up here, I'd love to meet you and show you around, too. I mean, we don't have too much crazy stuff up here anymore because my state's just knocking everything down and boarding stuff up. But, I mean, there's probably five or six spots I could probably show you right now that would, you know, tickle your spine a little bit (laughs) for sure.
0: For sure. And so the last question I have for you is what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring?
1: Um... So let not to go into depth with this, but um, small circles, um, you know, find, find, find that one group of friends and, and just stay with them. And, you know, you know, the more you learn, like, I want to say this is a community because it's supposed to be but honestly, this community is, is like shit right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the drama, the people calling each other out over stupid stuff. It's just it's insane. You know, people calling each other out for stuff that's not even relevant to urbex and and everything else. It just, you know, it makes no sense. And then like, like location dropping when I first started, I didn't know that that was a big thing. So when I was doing YouTube videos, I was, you know, putting all the names in my videos.
0: Oh, gotcha. And then I
1: and then I realized, oh, shit, that's why these places are getting fucked up. Because people are seeing the names and just going there and fucking them up, you know. Yep. So that was definitely a big thing. But I changed it real quick. I mean, I even went on my YouTube and changed all my videos around. And and I mean, you know, you live and you learn. We learn every day with this, you know. Yep. We learn how to use our gear. We learn how to research spots, you know, different ways to find it and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I mean the way i look at it find your friends find your small group and and that's it i mean it's cool to branch out with certain people but you really got to feel people out now because you never really know
0: absolutely 100 percent. you never know what somebody's intentions are with these places and so you gotta you gotta keep that keep that circle tight so if people want to keep following your journey and your explorations uh let them know where they can find you online
1: Corey Corey Met Explores. We're on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. So, you know, I try to post on Instagram uh, at least twice a day. TikTok is maybe once every couple of days, but, uh, you know, that's where our journeys are.
0: All right, guys, that was my episode with Corey Med Explorers. Go check him out on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, all the spots. I put his links down in the description for you guys. If you enjoyed this episode of the No Tracers podcast, well, hey, I'm actually doing these remotely right now. I am in a hotel room in Texas. Uh, currently getting ready to go film at a conference. Uh, I'm a freelance videographer, and you know I wanted to knock out a couple podcasts, so I actually recorded two in my hotel room. So that's where we're at right now. But if you enjoyed this, please do me a huge favor and leave a rating and feedback on Apple Podcasts. It helps the podcast grow, helps other people just like you that love urban exploring and decay find this show. Give us uh, however many stars you think we're worth. Right now we're sitting at five stars. I would like to keep it that way. I think we have like uh, 18 reviews on there. So if you do want a free signed poster of an abandoned place I've explored, take a screenshot of your feedback and rating and send it to me at no.tracers on Instagram, and I will send you that signed photo print as a way of saying thank you. Hope you picked up a copy of the Urban Exploring Guidebook. If not, go to no.tracers.com. Check it out. Thank you guys for supporting my art. Thank you for supporting this show and everything that I do. I'll talk to you next week for another episode of No Tracers. If you want to come on the show, if you want to share a story of a time you went exploring abandoned places, hit me up at contact at com and I will read your email with your story on the show, or I'll just have you come on the show and share it. All right, guys, stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no trace.